so in normal Irish speak, uh, there's very often uh, an expression that's used, <clears throat> which by all accounts is something that people seem quite afraid of. People that really, people, something that, that people really, really want to avoid, right? Uh, that's being a holy Joe, right? Being a holy Joe. The last thing you want to be is a holy Joe. And if, you cannot, if you're accused of being a holy Joe, you immediately will defend yourself. Whatever needs to be said or unsaid or done, I am not a holy Joe, right? I'm not a holy Joe. Uh, so it's, it's like this, it's this terrifying accusation. You might as well be a mass murderer as be a holy Joe. Do not be a holy Joe. Because there's this, this, this fear, absolute fear, terror, terror, right? That you might be considered a bit like overly holy, overly maybe sanctimonious or whatever the accusation uh, is. But it's like it's this, it's this terrible thing, it seems, to be a holy Joe. And, and, and the, the, the thing about it is, 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 is because it's such a terrifying prospect, people will renounce almost anything in order to not be a holy Joe. Oh, Jenny, lads, now I mean, I, I go to Mass, but I wouldn't, do, I wouldn't do any more than that, like. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's just being a holy Joe, like. Do you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, them people, they go off on their pilgrimages, them holy Joes there now, and their prayer meetings and all that. Jenny, lads, the last thing you'd want to be is a holy Joe. Uh, and then so we're, we're, we're terrified, terrified of doing anything more than the bare minimum in case we might slip into the category known as the Holy Joe, right? Terrified, absolutely petrified. And it's amazing the control that that expression can have over a person, right? Because in order to not be a Holy Joe, right, there are things you will not do. You will, you will, you will block progress in your own spiritual life you'll block the inspirations of the holy spirit heaven forbid i'll be asked to do more than i'm actually doing at the moment because if if i could be accused by mary down the road of being a holy joe then even the holy spirit cannot motivate me to pray one hail mary more than necessary because mary ryan might call me a holy joe that's the kind of power mary ryan has over me and it's shocking isn't it shocking that we're so easily controlled by people isn't it, so, so, isn't it shocking that, that, that our spiritual progress can so easily be blocked by some person who might call us a holy Joe? It's terrible. Like, it's terrible. I remember it was um, Father Brendan Kilcoyne, actually. <laughs> he said, uh, ah, the Irish parish. You know, it was great. It was great. There was always great support in time of a funeral. It's always great. Great camaraderie for the GAA. And great bullying to make sure that no one stepped out of line. <laughs> You know, like the, the small parasite to make sure no one would do, would do anything different. Do you know, there'd be great bullying, like. If anyone stepped out of line, if anyone did more than, than, than anybody else, Jenny, who do they think they are? Huh? They're above us now, is it? Oh, Jenny, lads, going off to England. Going off to England on holidays. Jenny, lads. That's far from England now, we were all born, what? Bally, bally, bally at best is what we'd get to. But off to England, Jenny, lads. Do you know, this case, that kind of talk was so, so common. Just to stop anyone from doing anything slightly different, just in case you might be kind of seen as, 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 as oh, getting, getting notions. Getting notions, right? Notions of grandeur. It's, we don't normally finish the expression, but getting notions of greatness, notions of grandeur. Pull everyone down, keep everyone the same. It's a terrible thing. And it's actually a paralyzing thing in the spiritual life, especially, I say, in smaller communities or in families as well. That if anybody moves, if anybody does a little more, then it's absolutely required. They might be considered a holy Joe, and so we stop ourselves. And so we stop our own spiritual progress. An Italian uh, 
theologian, priest, made a very interesting observation as regards today's gospel, which involves Holy Joe, otherwise known as St. Joseph. Uh, and he's, he, he, he must be a bit pernickety because he noticed the importance of the presence or absence of a comma, which changes everything. So, <clears throat> pay attention, I'll try and... It's, it's, it's hard to kind of read this in a way that emphasizes the presence or the absence of this comma. So, Joseph, son of David, comma, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Ordinarily, it is written there with a comma. Do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, comma, because she has conceived what is in her by the Holy Spirit. Now, take out the comma, and that sentence has a different meaning. So, with the comma, it means don't be afraid to take her home as, as your wife, because the father of the child is the Holy Spirit. Right? So, don't, don't worry, uh, because the father of the child is the Holy Spirit, so that, that, that's where the child has come from. She, she, she hasn't been with another man. Father of the child is the Holy Spirit. Okay. Take out the comma, though, and it becomes, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because she has conceived what is in her by the Holy Spirit. Do not be afraid to take home, her home as your wife. How do I phrase this? Do not be afraid because the father is the Holy Spirit as opposed to, do not be afraid because the Father is the Holy Spirit. Hang on, I might get communicating this effectively at all. Okay, do not be afraid because the Father isn't another man, the Father is the Holy Spirit. The other way is, do not be afraid because the Father is the Holy Spirit, and therefore, are you worthy to be the foster father of the child? Can you see the difference? So, 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 so one says, don't worry, you know, it, it, the Father isn't another man, the Father is the Holy Spirit. The other one is, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, not because the Father might be another man, but do not be afraid because the Father is the Holy Spirit. You see it? Don't be afraid because the Father uh, of this child is the Holy Spirit. Janie, the Father of the child is the Holy Spirit. Uh, who am I to be the foster father of this child? Who am I to guide this family? I'm only Holy Joe. <laughs> even at the time, he was just Joe. He wasn't even a Holy Joe. Right? At the time, so, like, do not be afraid, because I'm supposed to be, hang on, I'm supposed to guide this family. And my wife, who's pretty amazing, and as far as I'm aware, has never sinned. And then this child who I now hear <clears throat> has been sired by God himself. And it is just me. Just me. And I'm supposed to guide this family and provide for this family and protect this family. Who am I to be, to be in this role at all? I'm not worthy. And you can see how St. Joseph, through his mind, might have run the very same temptation that runs through ours, you know. I'm not, I'm not at that level. I can't, I can't be that holy. As in, I, 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 I'm not holy enough to guide a family like that. So for any of us, then, in, in our experiences of, of, of faith, that, that, that terror of actually not being holy enough, or actually, this is... For us, I suppose, it goes the other extreme as well. The, the, the terror of not being holy enough or the terror of being considered holy. We're afraid of both. 
So St. Joseph has this, this dilemma where his fear that, that, that Jesus had been fathered by some other man, <clears throat> that our lady had been unfaithful in some way, is alleviated by the by this dream by the angel appears, who appears to him and tells him that the Father is the Holy Spirit. But that thing, that thing creates its own problems. The Father is the Holy Spirit. There's a very famous quotation. I don't agree with it all, but uh, it's by Marianne Williamson. You may have heard it before. It's one of those kind of uh, positive thoughts that <clears throat> are very common in secondary schools these days. But she says, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. I like that. It is our light. Because imagine like, if you actually achieve something, now you might be held to that standard. If you achieve something, now you might be held to a high standard. If you never achieve anything, failure is inevitable. It's fine. You've always failed. There's no problem. Failing again, who cares? Just another failure. It's fine. But if you, if you get an A, then you get a second A. What's everyone going to think you're going to get for the next test? What, what are you expecting to get for the next test yourself? You're expecting an A. You know, you're, I, <clears throat> I must be smart enough to do this, so now everyone's expecting it of me. So now you're under pressure. Our greatest fear <clears throat> isn't that we are in, uh, inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? That's the bit I always find a bit awkward reading. I've, I've, never, stood in, I've never stood before a mirror, a mirror in my life and said, who am I to be gorgeous, talented, or fabulous? Uh, actually, who am I not to be? <laughs> okay, that bit I've never said in my life, but maybe it works for you. If that works for you, great. Um, you are a child of God. You are a child of God. Who are you not to be great? You are a child of God. Marion Williamson. Sometimes our, our greatness or the expectation of greatness can be terrifying. Sometimes the expectation, like becoming a parent, bringing home a little child and not being responsible for that child must be absolutely terrifying. Because now you're, you're expected to be good. You're expected to be a good dad. You're expected to be a good mom. You're expected to provide. You're expected to be an example. But you're just you. You're just you. Broken as you were before. And now you're expected to be great. But there's a certain amount of expectation of any of us in virtue of our baptism. You've been baptized, so yes, you are expected to be different. And that's, that's the, 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 the tragedy that we see so often in Ireland, that you can't necessarily tell the difference between those who are baptized and those who aren't. Those who are Catholic and those who aren't practicing. Is there any real difference? Because if that's not apparent, then we've missed the point. We're supposed to be different. Our faith calls us to, holds us to a higher standard. And so if we're disqualifying ourselves from sanctity, because we don't feel up to it, or if we're disqualifying ourselves from sanctity because we're terrified of what others might say, both are the wrong way to go. St. Joseph didn't feel particularly perfect either. But he was given a call and he lived up to it perfectly. 
he became a saint. He was the least holy of his family. <laughs> but there, a holier family there was not, and there never will be. I mean, God himself, the, and then the Immaculate Conception, and then a saint. I mean, you're good, but you're playing like in the big league. This is the biggest league possible, you know? So he was, he was a saint, don't get me wrong. Uh, but what a standard, what a family. You and I, you and I are called to sanctity. You and I are called to a vocation that we do not feel capable of fulfilling, just like St. Joseph. We do not feel capable of fulfilling this vocation. Do you feel like you can be a saint? Most of us would actually feel very awkward at the thought of ever saying out loud, you know, I'd like to be a saint. Or maybe even I could be, with God's help, I could be a saint. It's a very un-Irish thing to do, to say that, because it sounds a bit cocky. And we don't like cocky. We really don't in Ireland. Arrogance, we really do not like arrogance or pride. We push back against it. If anyone th- seems to think that they have a that they have something, you know, they're a bit more, a bit above anybody else. We can't stand it. It's why, in general, Irish people preface everything with, I suppose. Is that your mother? I suppose it is, yeah. Because we don't want to sound confident. It sounds cocky. <laughs> so, uh, I suppose everything begins with, I suppose. Uh, have you ever listened to, like, the, the GA when they, when, they, when, they, when they talk to the team captain after a game? I suppose uh, it's, just, it's just good in the end of the day, like, you know, we just kind of scored more than the other team, you know what I mean? That's generally how a victory works, yeah. Uh, and I suppose, like, you know, the boys gave 110%, like, and, you know, so everything is, I suppose, because you don't want to sound cocky. <laughs> We're terrified of sounding cocky. Terrified of sounding sure, sure of ourselves. But when it comes to this vocation to sanctity, our, our surety shouldn't and doesn't lie in us. Our surety cannot lie in the fact that I think I'm, I'm quite amazing, actually. No, it's I think... I know my weakness and I know God's greatness. And therefore, despite my weakness, I can become a saint. Through my reliance on God, I can become a saint. Through the recognition of the gaping holes in my personality and my ability, I count on him and I ask him to make up for what I lack. And because of that, yes, I can actually become a saint. And if that means I have to become like Holy Joe, so be it. What, and what a saint to imitate. What a saint to become like. And what a saint actually who, who understands your position and my position. This same kind of feeling of inadequacy before such a great call. St. Joseph knows what it's like. And I think he can be a wonderful intercessor for us in this time of preparation for Christmas in this Advent season. Christmas is not so much about the, the Lord coming into the crib important and all as that is. But in this season of darkness, not just as regards the, the time of day, the season of darkness, maybe in our spiritual lives or maybe in, in the life of the church, this isn't exactly a season of triumph for the church. But to invite the Lord in, to begin to sanctify his church by raising up saints who look just like you, saints who wear jeans. Saints who are normal, but saints who aren't afraid to be a holy Joe. Saints who aren't afraid to be saintly, to be virtuous, and to imitate our foster father in faith. So we ask the Lord today, 
in this Advent to renew each one of us and our call to sanctity. Do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because she has conceived what is in her by the Holy Spirit. The Lord will provide for everything we need to become the saints he's calling us to be. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining us uh, for these homilies on the internet, wherever you are watching us. Uh, it's a great honour and privilege that you would join us uh, on such a regular basis to share in our life here in Holy Family Mission. We're now eight years on the go, and we've had the privilege of welcoming over 90 young people to take part in our year-long faith formation programme. Uh, and all of that is possible due to your donations, your support, your help and your prayers. So we're greatly, greatly appreciative of all that has been done here, uh, also through your support and your efforts. Uh, this is our fundraising Christmas appeal time of the year as well. So if any of you can or would like to support us, uh, we would be delighted if you could do so. We, maybe I shouldn't be saying all of this, but we uh, uh, charge our young people €4,000 a year to be here. It costs in our around €10,000. We subsidise the price then by running retreats here and by fundraising. That's how, that's how we, we work. So uh, thank you so much for all <coughs> that you can do to further the mission of Holy Family Mission, that we can continue to renew, reinvigorate and revive the faith here in this country and indeed abroad. God bless you.